Okay, good morning everyone. Brucham Abam, we continue with Shabur, Daf HaShavur, where we're learning Simen Lamid Beis. We're up to Seif Yud. Kishem Misamnin Hanekovim B'Martseya Kein Oisiyos. When you make a Simen, when you mark the holes with an awl, like letters, Afal Pishenokel Enihudi Lezayif, even though it would be easy for a Gentile to forge it, in Choshishin, we're not concerned. Mishum Demirtas and Yehudi Penyaki so betvias ayin. We the we assume that the guy would be afraid lest the Jew recognize it with uh, recognition. In other words, what they would do is they would make not mamish holes, but like holes. The Bir Halacha says. They would make like letters. They would, with the awl, they would make an imprint, almost like letters, as a sign. You know that, like an artist often has their signature on a piece of art. So the tanners would sort of make a simon, not mamish um, letters, but like letters, but not holes. So even though it would be easy for the guy to forge it, it's not like the most a unique sign, nevertheless, we're not afraid he's going to do that. Uh, how would he forge it? He could put another, the Be'er Lacha says he could put another R on top of that R and do the same with his Marseya, like those letters. Okay. says the Meshavurus of Katan Lamed Aleph, B'tfiyos Ayin, Shenasan Basimanim. He could recognize the simon that the Jew could recognize the sim that he made. Or either he could tell by the way it was done, or he could tell that the holes the guy made were newer than the ones that the Jew made. So in other words, we're, we're, we, we could presume the guy would be afraid to forge it because the Jew has a way to uh, distinguish. Some say you should write on the top, on the inside, in a place that it's not the derch to tan the top. And this way the writing remains until after the tanning. And don't make the simen with an awl. It's better to make some kind of simen by writing. You could rely on the simen of the martseya. Sif Yud Aleph. Oyer she'ibdoi shaloi l'shmai. Hide that was tanned shaloi l'shma. Im yesh tikon lachzer la'abdoi l'shma. If there is a way to rectify it by tanning it l'shma, yizbar betur yaradea simen reish ayin aleph. It will be explained in the tour in yaradea simen reish ayin aleph. Sif yud beis. Yia haklaf me'or behima v'chay v'oif hatahayrim. The cloth should be produced from an animal, a wild animal, a bird, which is kosher. Okay, it should be a kosher animal. Avoloi me'or behema v'chaya v'oif hatmeim, but not by from an animal which is not kosher. Dachsiv laman tia toiras Hashem beficha, so that the Torah Hashem should be in your mouth. Mimin hamutel lepicha. Actually, I skipped over here. So the cloth should be from Behema Chayv Ovetahim, Afilu Minavelo Trefa Jalahem. It could even be from an Avelo or a Trefa. 
but not avaloi me or behim of chayv oifatmeim, not from a non-kosher animal. Dechsev lamantia toyras Hashem beficha. It doesn't actually have to be kosher, but it has to be mimina motel beficha. It has to be a species that is kosher. Veloi me or dog afiltar, not the hide of a fish, even if it's a kosher fish. Mishum dinafir zuame. Fish have a lot of zuhama. Interesting, the Mish, the Bir Alacha in Divrei Maschal Hatahoyrim wonders about what about a kosher species that was born from a trave species. So we're machmer on that. Now, what would that be? A kosher species? Somehow, a sheep was born from a pig. You know, what, what would that mean exactly? But a non-kosher animal that's born from a kosher animal would be a uh, one would be able to write stam from it. By the way, the Bir Alacha says that even regular Sfarim, if you want to write a Sefer on uh, Rabbi Kiva Eger, if it has in it Shemois, She'enam Nimchakim, you cannot write on Arbahima Tmeya. In other words, even non-Tanach, you want to write Mishnah. If it's going to have any names of Hashem, you can't write on a Behema Tameya. Even, now if they're written Beremez, like you make two Yuds, some say it's permitted. Likewise, Shas, if it's going to have Hashem's name, it cannot be written on a Behema Tameya. If it's going to just have a Simen, then it sounds like it's okay. The Mechaber Sif... Yud Gimel. Yeah, haklav shalem. The klav should be whole. Shaloye by nekavim. There should not be perforations in it. Shein hadiyoy over alav that the ink doesn't pass through it. Danu shloiteya ois nires by chalukal ashtayim. You don't want to have perforations so that the letter now looks like it's uh, split into two. So, um, okay, let's see Mishnah Baruch Sivkatan Lamed Beis. Lashtayim. Going on to the next page. Shehu katan kol Meaning, if the hole is so small that when you put, when you pass the pen over it, the hole is sealed up with the ink, and the hole is not even felt by the pen, you could write on such kind of parchment. Even though a little bit of ink fell through the hole. If you would put it up to the sun, you could see a hole. Because when reading it, it doesn't look like two letters. But let's say, it's so perforated that the ink does not pass on it. It looks like two letters. It looks like a slip puzzle. So if it's a tiny hole and the ink fills the hole and you don't really see a hole unless you're holding it up to the sun, it's kosher. But if you see it split in two, it's puzzle. Even if the hole is not sort of at the edge of the letter, but the hole is in the middle of the thickness of the letter, in the roof or the leg, 
and it's surrounded by ink on all sides. So it's not like it splits the letter. It's it's surrounded on all sides by ink. Puzzle. It's puzzle. Even if, let's say, we don't even need to extend the letter, up until there you already have the image of the letter. This is all if it was written when there was a hole there before you wrote it. But if after you wrote it, a hole developed, if after the hole, if after you wrote, a hole developed, and and the ice split into two through the hole, we see if there's an image of the letter up to the place of the hole, kosher, then it's kosher, as it's explained uh, soon in Sivtazayin, look in the Baralacha, we'll hold it over here, we'll pick it up as the Sashem on Monday with Sif Yadalad. I wish everybody a wonderful day and a good Agun Shabbos. Kol Tov, Bracha